What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Koshy Dills. Welcome back to another episode of Hustle Beach. I got my homegirl, Danny Pape, here, who I met through Cascade. We're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff, including our collaborations on the Redux album. I be hanging out. I be hanging out. I be hanging out. I be hanging out. The 13th episode of Hustle Beach. Hustle Beach! We're like, um, kind of humble. You're on a beach, but you're not. And you can say it with any accent you want. And I have Danny Poppet here. Big round of applause. Is there like, uh, there's no, I wish I had a, eh, 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 you know. The air um, horn. Yeah, I wish I had the air horn. Where you at? You're in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm chilling in Silver Lake. Is that where all the songwriters are? I think that's where some of them are, for sure. But everybody's locked away right now. Yeah, so, and, so tell me, so where you, like, give us, you're born Danny Poppet. Uh, yeah, that's my real name. Danielle is my full okay. name. And, and your AOL account has been your email account since day one. Right? Oh, no. Shit on blast, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Guys, I met a singer with an AOL account, and when you ever meet someone with an AOL account in the music industry, you're like, this person's legit. Like, they've been doing it. Like, don't try to pull no funny stuff. Yeah, it's been a long time coming with that uh, AOL account, you know. So, um, so, so, give me the starting point. You were born, raised in in Orange County. I'm from Orange County. I'm from Lake Forest, actually. Yeah, oh, okay. shout out Lake Bow. Okay. Um, yeah, I started writing songs when I was like 11. I was doing like diary poetry stuff, so I was always like writing words. Okay. But I didn't write my first song until I was about 11. I'm just going to put this on a stopwatch so we know how much time, because I can have clock. Ooh, yeah. All right, sweet. Oh, I started it. Okay, wait, it was still going from another middle line. Okay. Orange County. OC. Lead singer of, uh, <laughs> of, Dan of Danielle Poppet Enterprises. Has oh, it always, yeah. has it always I have, been? Like, stupid bands and like i don't know stuff that i was always trying to do but mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of people that have made it out of like lake forest that were doing music before that i was like doing music with you know is it a small town did you grow up in like a small town environment where you're it feels like a small town. it's a suburb like classic suburb did you do sports in high school no i did drama i was a drama geek what? Yeah. 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 I did like musicals and uh, ended up in choir by the end. It was like my last year. I didn't know about the choir program and then I found it. And that's like where I really learned how to harmonize, actually, which is crazy. And I didn't go to college. I just moved straight up here from high school. Damn. And then I you got were, really lucky. And you just went all the way in. Went all the way in. But I was like, I did a lot of busking and uh, like street performing in Irvine. There's this place called the Spectrum and I would go and like bring the sound system and like set everything up by myself. Of course, like I had my mom or my dad with me just like mm -hmm. supporting me from far away. And um, yeah played like four hour sets, just covers and like mixing in songs that I had written. And it was a lot of work. 
for sure. How much did you how much did you rake in from the busking? I mean, you know how it goes. Sometimes yeah, it's like I do. that's why I'm like oh. and sometimes it's nothing at all. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. And it's like what would you what would be like your great like did you ever get a hundred dollar tip when you were busking? No. Never? No. Nope. It's a crazy experience. I mean, I got like paid from, I, I guess it's different because I feel like my, my friend's parents or like my parents' friends would come out and support and be like, oh, you're great. Here's some money. So it was like, does right. this count? I don't right. know. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, listen, if, does it count if your friend who, who writes at this big magazine covers you and like, oh, it was my friend. Like my, my friend just, she mentioned to me that her, her sister had used to work for like People Magazine and so her sister wrote like pieces of music you need to check out. And she's like, I'm listening to my sister's song. And I'm like, no, that's an ultimate flex. Like if you yeah. can get your, yeah, who cares? No that's one. That's true. Yeah. If you can like, get the people closest to you on your side, like because without them knowing you personally. You know? I think it makes up for all the rejection that you get from contacting people. You know, it's like, for sure. so yeah. it's like, why well, you know somebody because you met a hundred people and 99 of them rejected you. And then some person you actually know hooked it up, you know? For sure. Yeah. Um, that's how a lot of my stuff has like come. I, I'm just, I'm really interested to like, just focus on busking for a little bit. Cause yeah. Cause I, in I'm that, um, I watched your documentary, uh -huh. the, the little short documentary, yeah. but I love that you're like, bringing your speaker with you and like sitting on it and being like, yo, you over there, you over there. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, I do guess you still do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Rapping on a street yeah. has changed my life. And it's such a humbling experience because we'll like, obviously like, you know, you, like being in, you've been doing music, what, over 10 years? Yeah. Close to, yeah. you know, maybe 15, 20, maybe since you're, you know, quiet, whatever the time is. Yeah, like you're thinking, wow, like I shouldn't be doing this anymore. But in reality, if you're busking now in Hollywood, I mean, not today, but like, yeah, you're making twenty five dollars or thirty dollars an hour if you're crushing, or you could be making fifty dollars an hour for sure. And that beats like an office job any day. If yeah, you, ask me. you know, you're still doing what you love, and more people are hearing you. Yeah, and more people are. I think like the act of like discovery when people discover you, they're like, oh my god, I met this girl on the streets of Hollywood and then I looked her up and then I didn't realize how crazy popular she was. And well, then people like feel a pride in finding something first, you know, and showing their friends <laughs> and sharing it, you know, if it's, if it's good. Yeah. If it's good. Mm -hmm. And I, I like became good at freestyle rap. And when you were singing, Dude, when that's you were making... so hard. That's like one of the hardest things to do. I think it's easy. I think, I don't do it. I think writing songs because you, you write songs like tell us your, your write songs every day. Correct. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I probably write five to six songs a week. That's wild. Since the quarantine, it's been pretty chill, which is nice to like take a breath and like think about what I really want to say next. Right. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's so fun and I get to work with all kinds of artists and like still do stuff for myself. And like, mm -hmm. I do like 
tried to rap a little bit. It's not like translating all the way, but hey, we'll see when you and I go in. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hear the rap. So it's just funny that you're, you're like everyone, every time I meet somebody from Orange County, I always think that they dress in black and they have really blonde, blonde hair. Is it true, true, true thing? Like it's, it's, it's so, I know every time I've even played there, like in Fullerton County or something of that nature. Yeah, like, everybody's in black with like everyone's in everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell me. So you went from high school, then you came to LA. You know what was like the breakout? Like what? How has it been? Like the how long have you been in LA in Silver Lake? Let's say or you know wherever you've been. Um, I guess it's been seven going on eight years okay yeah okay cool so so it's I'm wise dude yeah I was here for eight years and then I moved to Israel like as you saw in the documentary and now I'm yeah. stuck back here in this quarantine in my old place um what tell me like you were drawn to LA and then like what was the trajectory of like for anyone that's just thinking like I want to come to LA and do music you were already doing music before you got here. So you had some of a foothold on LA and some connections or you were like blank. Um, I definitely had like a handful of people that I knew, but not anybody that could truly like help me. Right. That's the thing is like, you got to help yourself. Unfortunately, like there's a lot of hustle that goes into like proving yourself to the people that you know, that are already successful. So did you, what was like the first, you were just trying to be songwriter or you joined a band, right? Was it the band first? Or yeah, well, I moved up here and I met this guy, Marshall Gallagher, and we started a band called Shallows. And um, that was like my thing for a couple of years. And mm -hmm. then I uh, kind of changed gears, had to put the band on hold for a little bit. And um, my first actual cut was... Uh, the feature that we had with Elenium and Excision with yeah. Shallows, which was like a giant, we didn't know how big it was going to be. I'd never heard of either of them when we got the mix back. And I was like, this is a dope song, you know, in general. It it just made sense. But, but, yeah. so like, and then how many years were you here for? Like, so like, like when did that cut happen? That happened in 2017. And how so, many how many plays has it acquired? Like, do you... uh, well, it did chart on Billboard, like the dance chart at number 14, and I think it's wow. got like 13 million plays or something. Isn't that crazy? Pretty crazy. And I actually got to go to perform it at a giant electronic festival uh, called Lost Lands, and. It was like, like dinosaurs. There. Isn't there like people? dinosaurs there and stuff? Like yeah, yeah, it's that like, one. Like, it's it's just that like a one. Jurassic Park almost, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. And it mad. felt like that. It was like prehistoric times. I And we met, so just, we met at the satellite when I was doing the residency. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I've always like sort of like flipped the residencies of like, um, it was like a free night. And I remember meeting the booker and the booker was like, we need like, you know, two, 300 people on a Monday night. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, who the who the fuck brings in that many people on a Monday night? Kosha Dills does. <laughs> I did not for sure. But I was like trying to book everyone else and make it like, you know, be the guy who threw the house party. And then I played, you know, and. Um, well, I mean, for the brief moment that we met, I remember you, you know, and I feel like that's a really 
awesome thing, you know, and that was years ago. Yeah, it was years ago. And then we like sort of, man, were you like, when you were in Shallows, were you like full band touring? Were you selling merch? Did you, were you guys selling stuff? You know, we were just really focused on the music. We did probably in no, everybody focus on the music I was like, <laughs> i'm like you know, like let's get a make like a band one song we'll start making hats you know like we totally probably cool. did like 15 shows you know okay all in la Portland. yeah well we did one show in orange county at uh what is it called Oh, Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction. Whoa. Yeah. All that place. The All Ages Club. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We opened for 303 there and in New York at Webster Hall. You opened for 303 at Webster Hall? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. That is amazing. And right when you were opening for 303 and you're on stage, you're like, this is it. We're about to blow up. Shallow <laughs> is the next big thing. I really thought it was. I really did. Well, and what did you guys do after the show? Did, what was like, after you got off stage, you're like, what do we do now? Do we just hang on backstage or did you go out and like meet all the fans? And did it- um, Well, I definitely like went into the audience and watched 303 and like partied. You know, uh-huh. there's a lot of, so Marshall is the guitar player in 303. So I know like the group that what hangs out backstage, but usually everybody wants to go in the audience and like mm-hmm. party, you know? Oh man, it's so crazy. So, um, so like you were do, went from street performing to like opening up for three hundred three, and then, but like when you were in choir and stuff, and you were like in middle school, did you ever sell anything? So the reason why I ask because I'm such a seller and a hustler, so I always ask people if they were selling. Like I burned CDs and would like sell them at my little acoustic busking. Show. You still have any any acoustic CDs? I do. I do. Really? Yeah, they're horrible. Really? Like, do yeah. You, do you save them in your thing and like. I have like a Dropbox file that's do like. Do you have any of the physical CDs? Yeah, I do. My parents yeah. do. Ah, yeah. I have. A, I have. I'm gonna show you something real quick. This is. This was like my first tour CD. Whenever I came to. Wow, that looks. I pro. have this on a cool thing. It says Gefiltifornia. I was like super Jewish. <laughs> I typed wow. everything out. Matzah for your mouth records. If you ever send me a PayPal, it's still uh, Matzah for your mouth records. And then it was myspace.com slash kosher dills in your mouth with an F. And wow. it's contacted dills, my same phone number that is now. Um, and like, oh my God, yeah, Harry Chester Hollywood, Frat Party Gangsta, Bars of Steel. Great. Unwrapped song. Zombies. And real stars are crooked. I remember making this and like, let's make real Did stars. Did you are like that? Was all you writing? Yeah. So there was like this program, and you, you know, it was like the printer that would be able to have color. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna sell these CDs for ten bucks. I'll, you know, open it up. Obviously, you can't play the C probably anymore. Oh, but yeah. um, I don't know how. I keep getting all these. Uh, I think that's me. Little, Sorry. These little do-do-do-doots, I'm gonna like. Um, what I was asking was like, did you write all of those raps, all of those songs? Oh yeah, it's all me. Yeah, I write wow. all the times. Yeah. So just and like, but we would put songs out like with no like. Like on SoundCloud, would you put songs out? I mean, it wasn't back. There wasn't SoundCloud back then. It was MySpace. So we're just like uploading wow. stuff. On. 
I mean, this is like 0506 stuff. So yeah, SoundCloud was not there. Um, but I would, I realized that none of these songs are like really mixed and mastered. Like I didn't even know what mastering was. I think Harry Chester Hollywood might've been. And then, um, oh my, oh my God, dude, there was a f exclusive freestyle with me, C Ray's Walls and Modest Yahoo. Um, was back that the 2016 or was it? This is like, you did that? No, I'm talking like 2006, but then like oh, I wow. finagled audio from like one of the like recordings of us rapping wow. and put it on a CD yeah. just to like give it more clout. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, I haven't looked at that. And you recently had one with him, right? Yeah, just, just one just came out and that's how we got reconnected. I listened to it. It's so good. I really, yeah. really like it. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. Like, uh, it's one of my favorite songs. I couldn't believe that like I was coming back to, to USA to go on tour um, at the end of February and ready for South by Southwest, which I do every year and throw my own little showcase called the Oyve Showcase. I love that. Yeah. It's um, postponed, right? Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything's postponed. And I even wrote an article for Variety about how I would go down, even though it was closing. Like, I'm like, cause I'm coming and I'm like, yo, the sponsors are still in, we gotta go. Or else they'll be like, wow, this guy's scamming us. So I'm like, we gotta buy the, still go on the flights. Um, and then the song came out on the 13th, the first day of South By. So I had a show that day where people like didn't show up. So I got paid to like perform even more i like did a double set and got paid twice to fees for like wow so i got like the last day of live music i got like 500 bucks to do a show i was like oh my god wow. um and then like the next week i didn't really believe it but my song with cascade was coming out and that's how we got reconnected so yeah, yeah. so for all those who don't know um i am on the sexy song with cascade on his new album yeah but Danny is on Love Like That, and we reconnected. We're Cascade buddies. Yeah, and that's how we connected. We're connected through a DJ named Cascade. And to my other friends who don't know who he is, it's not Cascade. It's like, uh, not some French thing. <laughs> Which I'm really grateful that I have friends who don't know who he is, because I'm like, they're like, oh wow, we we love you. Like, what? Who's Cascade? And I'm like, it's not that Cascade. You <laughs> well, know? he's giant. Come on now. I know, I know, I know, I know. So, so like, how how was your journey in recording that song? Because you have a real song with him and a lyric video. They made a lyric video for it too. Yeah? yeah, they did. They did, and it's a really cool. I love like the colors and the style. The whole EP is like, you know, it's sexy, and I feel like that's why your song fits so well. Is like it's all red. It's all red. It's all red and it's all like hot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so is your genre, like I'm not familiar with the genres of electronic music, okay? So explain to me your song and Cascade's style of electronic music and Excision's, who, what is the difference? Like from Excision to Cascade to my, what is my song? I don't even know. Like, what would you call it? I feel like our songs you know, this whole EP is in like the same vein genre wise. It's like, it's Cascade going back to his roots and like, it's, it's super house and like very chill, easy to drink to dance to. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, I would say excision. That's like, man, 
it's more like headbangers. It it has this like, like this metal, uh, this like heavy, you know, it's headbangers that go and rock out to excision, but it mixes with that electronic. That's what it's so fresh, you know? Mm-hmm. I love electronic music and all of the different like split off genres of EDM, you know? It's crazy. Right. So like is Skrillex, what is Skrillex? He's like darker, right? It's yeah. Like darker, meaner. I would say, man, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to call Skrillex. And then Alice in Wonderland. What's Alice in Wonderland? Do you know her? That's just like straight up EDM. I feel like okay. it's still got like pop in it. And I, I'm like, sub. when I heard your song, I was like, man. This this is like, you know, real talent. Like she's a real singer and my stuff. I was just like, everyone's like, so break down the lyrics to your new song. And I'm like, well. <laughs> You're like, there's two lines. There's one. Hey, but those are, who are you talking about? Um, well, like, oh, like, I don't know. It's one, like, it could be so many. <laughs> Cascade, you're such a genius to pick those lines because he's like, well, this one just checks me. And I do feel kind of sexy after I received this text from said woman, you know? And you're like, wow, we, we could just send that, those lyrics to anyone and be like, this song speaks Relatable. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it actually like, reminded me a lot of, I'm sexy and I know it. Like it's got yeah. an LMAFO vibe. LMFA, I went to- LMFAO. LMFAO, oh man, that would be such a nice, Red Foo is like a, he's like a pretty big DJ. Like those guys are still, yeah, that, but I really like Right Said Fred. I mean, his sexy, I'm too sexy for my, and I've been like listening yeah. to sexy on YouTube and then it always automatically switches to Right Said Fred. So mm-hmm. after like I got on the Cascade stuff, I went through like a deep Right Said Fred, like rabbit hole of like I Said Fred, yeah. And I was like, just thinking like, wow, now that I've collaborated with Cascade, I could collaborate with Right Said Fred. And yeah, yeah, thing. it kind of just like opens up a whole. For me, that would be iconic. It would be like a moment in my life where I'd be like, you, you know what? Like at the end of the day, it's just all ended here. You collaborated with Right Said Fred. <laughs> like my goal. Hell yeah. Would be like him, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I <laughs> love Weird Al. I have touched his hand. I have met him twice. Really? He's amazing. Go He's in, super like, weird, for sure. What what were the what was the context of you? I was 13 years old and I went to his concert at the Orange County Fair actually. Oh my god. That sounds and delightful. It was incredible and I was wearing this shirt that said look at me and my sister, my younger sister is special needs, so we actually got to sit in the handicap section which is like right in the front. So he came down from the stage and like I was sitting on the end and it was just perfect timing. And he like grabbed my hand and saying, it's a song about killing the person. So it was like really funny (laughs) and ironic. It was like to spend one more minute with you. (laughs) I'd rather jump off a bridge basically. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was like, maybe he was singing like, I'm fat, 
I'm fat. No, I mean, he did do that one, but that's like, uh, he's got a full body suit for that. And he's like doing the dance. Right. It's like a whole, man. So he comes prepared. It's not like a rapper doing, when you were performing on stage, were you like all dressed up and this sort of thing or like, did you have an outfit? Were you matching outfits with the shallows and now you're. Um, it was mainly black. It was just like, like, kind of like borderline stevie nicks vibes like cool it was very like uh, could you play instruments too are you yeah i play guitar dude that's how you busk man that's how yeah i know i know you have to right i'm just thinking in my mind and for me busking i just get on the mic you know boom 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 we put the bluetooth on and just start what where do you get your beats that you rap over bluetooth to spotify and just go on to a mellow like instrumental yeah, it's rap instrumentals, Ooh. cool lo-fi beats, like user-friendly stuff. Like you don't want to have trap beats coming out of a, you know, $100, $200 speaker. For because sure. it's, it's not going to translate well. Yeah. But like, and I also used to bring out my computer and then kind of have it like a setup and it looks like, you know, a little bit more cooler. I got this computer with a bunch of stickers on it. Like stuff's um, going on here. Yeah, there's stuff going. Yeah, what's this little like contraption that this guy has? Some weird dude rapping on the. I guess that's what makes you an MC is like having that kind of setup, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Are you, are you? Yeah, an MC. Like you know, just you could tell this guy knows how to rap. He's not just rapping songs and stuff like that. But like, sure. I would do some covers. I do a cover of. Uh, Skilo, I wish I was a little bit taller. You know that song? I wish I, I was a little I bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl yes. who looked good. Yes. I was taller. Of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so people would sing along, you know. Um, and then, like, I would stop people, and then they would be like, rap for us. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. She's wasted. I'd be like, all right. Like, birthday, bitch. Yeah, and I'd be like, your friend is in that. Don't be mad that your friend thinks you're fat. I was like, oh, my God. And like, here's five, 20 bucks. Keep change. And I'd be like, yes. And it's such a good feeling. And when I met Weird Al Yankovic, I was rapping outside the Grammys. And I was wow. the Grammys because um, I was rapping outside the Grammys because I couldn't get into the Grammys. And I was there to support my producer who was nominated for some Grammys. It's dude, Jesse wow. Shacken. Um, and I met Weird Al. And what did you say to him? What did he say to you? Um, Weird Al, dude. Did you rap Weird to him? Al. I was rapping, and then I was like, hold up, stop rapping, take the picture. I know you're going, you know what I mean? So I was like, right. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, just, and just get right back to it and be like, all right, that's an awesome flex that I can't post right now, but... <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is like the Jewish Kanye West, even though he's not Jewish, but everyone like to think. And everyone's like, oh my is God. he not Jewish? I really thought no. he was. Dang. Yeah, man. The mysteries of, of LA songwriters, you know. Um, wait, so what's, uh, so you're on the Cascade stuff. What was your like most exciting, like you've landed a bunch of big songs and you've gotten placements and stuff in television and things, but when you got the Cascade thing, what was going through your head? Like, you know, I'm on the Cascade. Have you got, hit up by like all the cascade fans and and just um i've definitely gotten some love people i you know i haven't i'm definitely the kind of person that goes to the the videos on youtube and like looks at the comments and sees like what people are saying and if it's good or bad and i was pleasantly surprised that everybody was like this is great this is like him going back to his roots like 
people yes. were super into it. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Don't hate me. <laughs> right, because I just, exactly. I think it's such a kind so community. So many trolls. There are trolls, right? And he doesn't yeah. have like the trolling community, which is like, oh, thank God. Because I've totally collaborated with people and be like, dude, I loved you better 10 years ago. Like, Modest yeah, Yahoo has a lot of fans that are like, you need to go back to 2005. And you're like, it's 2020. Like, yeah. I'm not going back to 2005 because the internet didn't even work back then. For sure. <laughs> like, I'm not going there, you know? But Things yeah. changed, you know? I, it's, it's funny because I was like, man, once I saw your music video, I was like, I'm jealous. She has a music video and I don't. And you're like, well, Rami, you only have, you know, eight words in your song. So probably the, that's probably why. I know. But I was like, oh, I should add a rap to it and put out like a music video. And I'm like, you should. That yeah. would be a really good idea. And there, yeah. there's, there's a, a new word I learned from you, chord progression, where it like breaks down into this little piano part. And I'm like, oh, I could rap right here. And then, you know, yeah. And then, damn, girl, you sexy. Yeah, yeah. Rap, 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 rap. And then, you know, release that. And I think, what I think personally is that the Cascade community, like Cascade Connect, I thought, I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like, I'm Kosha Dills and my fans are the Dillsionaires. You know, I don't have that many, but I'm still, you know, they're like not millionaires, not billionaires, but we're Dills. We're all looking for good deals, you know? Whatever. Like. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Dude, I have a, a fan name or like, you know, I feel like every artist. What's the Danny Poppets. What's the Danny? They would be my little poppets. Oh, puppets. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. The poppets. And then you could have puppets and the puppeteers and I don't know, the whole shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. We could do a puppet show. Yes. Oh my God. Danny Puppet, puppet Show. But could you like totally perform? Something to think about for the tour. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, what a genius you are. It's just like, you know, you're like, all right, mom, nice. back out and just, just come back out and you need to help me with all the puppets. That'd be so yeah. cool. So are you, what's, what's the next, what's next for the puppet? What's next for? Man, um, I'm just like working on the material right now. I definitely have been collecting songs over the past, like, three years trying to figure out what makes me different and like my artistry. And I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to release some shit, <laughs> you know? And do you want to do it just by yourself? Or do you feel like that you could do it just by yourself? Or do you need a record label or what? Like, cause I know you said you have publishing stuff and I do have publishing and an awesome manager. So I feel like, Sometimes you don't have to have the typical like label deal situation, but I'm open to everything. I'd like to release some stuff independently first. Like see how 2020, like how many songs would you release? How many, how many puppet, how many puppet puppets, how many <laughs> puppets will I make? You know, I would love to release like at least two songs this year. Like that are Danny Poppet solo songs, you know? With music videos. That would be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, iPhone music videos, you could do it all. You could do it all, yeah. I think I would just, I would love to see one because I'm excited just because by listening to your song. And guys, her song has like nearly a million streams with the cat, and it just came out. When did, it, when did your song come out? Um, I think it's been a month now. Yeah, a month. Like a today. week before mine, right? It came out mm -hmm. March thirteenth. Is that March thirteenth or March 
I think it was March 6th and it's April 6th right now. So. Oh my God. In a month, that's a flex. That's a big flex, right? Yeah. Dude, I um, would, I want you to release your own stuff, just me personally. That way I could buy that on Google Play, you know, because who uses Google Play? You know, he's like, I, I love it when Google someone, Play. I'll buy your, my dad will always be like, I'll buy your stuff on iTunes or like, I love your I'll stuff. I'll do it on my AOL account. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I want to download your, uh, your, your song on uh i want to download your ringtone i remember my dad's like i like that song it'll be a good ringtone i'm making my ringtone i mean you can do that i feel right somehow let me me ask you real quick um what man what was i gonna say i just feel like i have so much to ask you for anyone that's like for anyone that's writing songs how many songs have you written before you got a song with a million plays Probably like 500 at least. Really? Yeah. Because it's years. It's years of writing songs and it's years of, you know, even if it's songs that you forget that you even wrote. It's. That's what happened to me. <laughs> it just leads to the next thing, whatever your last song. You're only as good as your last song, right? Yeah, but you can tell if somebody's good or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I think it's just like meaning what you say. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that don't write as many songs but still have like lots of success. I think sometimes the journey is figuring out how to be brutally honest and like open yourself up in a way that people don't normally do. And people can tell the difference. You know? Right. What are the lyrics from A Love Like That? What was like the, who are you writing about? Um, so that song came out of like, I knew that it was going to be like an electronic vibe. Mm-hmm. And I like to put myself in the position of ever since like going to lost lands and like experiencing the the people and like what people are wearing what people are doing and like how they're how they're putting out love to literally everybody there's no fights there's no like none of that bad vibe stuff there's no judgment maybe that's why it just makes me want to write for those people. It makes me want people, it makes me, I want people to have something to dance to, mm. you know? And love like that is about meeting somebody and kind of like a love at first sight kind of feeling and being okay with whatever the whatever genre that love is. And if it's an only for the night kind of love, like I want to love like that. And or it could be. It could be forever. Thing. It could or be a six month thing. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like year plus 18 months, maybe. Yeah. maybe. And then once we get there, it could be a different love like that. For sure. That's dope. Whatever That's love dope. you're looking for, you want to love like it that. It is really interesting how, love like that and sexy this one girl just texted me like like, they're like basic steps in relationships that could be like comprehended by mankind 
mm-hmm. on like, you think about the stuff that you're like, man, I just wrote this really complex song about something else. And you're like, yeah, it's, it's too much. Like, yeah, sometimes simple is best. It. Yeah. But you know, it's always been in my situation that the things that I just flew off the tongue have always been, and that's why I'm a successful freestyle rapper. Yeah. I, people know me for freestyle rap because some of the things I say. When you don't think about it, it's like some form of truth. It's just coming out of you, you know? Yeah, I want to love like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So thanks for coming on. Hustle Thank Beach. Thank you for having me. You're yeah. awesome. What a, what a story. I feel like we touched in it and there's, it's, just long, it's just been a long story. It's a long, uh, it's a long thing. We're coming up on the days of Passover, which is a miracle holiday which is kind of interesting because I've also lived in LA for eight years. And if you turn eight sideways, it means infinity. So it's this really long thing. It's a special number. My birthday is 826. So 826 really, Yay. I'm really into it. Um, I am stoked that you came on. I'm so cool that how we met and that we actually met before and that you worked with 303 and I have a song yeah. with 303 that came randomly. On so a crazy. Um, it's a small world. Yeah. And I'm so stoked to reconnect with you. are awesome. What, can you tell us all your socials and everything so we have it? Um, it's just my name. What, uh, you can like Instagram, yeah. Danny Poppet, D-A-N-I-P-O-P-P-I-T-T, double P, double T. Oh. Um, yeah, you can just Google me, man. Okay. <laughs> then we gonna Google you. Um, all right, cool. Well, thanks for coming on thanks Hustle Beach. If you guys me. like Hustle Beach, make sure you subscribe to Hustle Beach. Um, it's on anchor.fm slash hustle beach, H U S T L E B A C H. You're listening to it. So you probably know where it is. Um, make sure you, uh, you know, hit the like and subscribe buttons on all those things that it would be, or subscribing to on Apple. And if you really did cool content like this, you could hit me on the patreoncom slash deals and become a member of the Dillionaires in a secret society where we, give all, the, we give all the, uh, the top tricks to people to how to live in quarantine. So thank you so much. Danny Poppett. Thank you. Bye. Bye.